I'm Sean Peel. My name is DK Lee. And I'm Ian from Ian Talk. We have a special guest today. Um, super pleasant surprise. So thank you, Ian, for joining us. Thank um, you for having me. So we're getting past the subtitles. We try to convince the human race to watch Asian media, Asian movies, because they put good stuff out there, you know? Trying to broaden people's horizons. We just wrapped a series, Lee, about <laughs> live action disasters. <laughs> yes. Um, what was the last movie? Uh, the last movie was uh, your movie. Mm-hmm. I want to eat your, your pancreas. <laughs> it's uh, swiveled your expectations there, right? wasn't about cannibalism. <laughs> Those are the best ones so far. Yeah, so. <laughs> He's talking mad crap about that movie before. What, what, what movie? Uh, I Want to Eat Your Pancreas. That's the title it's of the movie? That's the- <laughs> oh, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Everybody has the same reaction. They're like, wait, what? <laughs> it's a, it's a, Despite the title, it's a really good, like, feel-good sob story movie. Okay. It's a Korean movie? Uh, it's actually Japanese. It's a Japanese, Japanese movie. Okay. J- Japanese movie. Yeah. Um, so we decided for our next little series, it's going to be all about romantic comedies or rom-com. And uh, we decided to kick off the series with a special guest, Eon. Why don't you uh, tell us kind of what you do and uh, your field? Um. So i do written reviews video reviews um i have a youtube channel called uh ian talk and as um the host of ian talk i do like movie recommendations and uh, um, movie trailers i english i make english subtitles for the newer korean uh trailers and upload that on the youtube channel as well and i have a website with the same name ian talk where i do written reviews as well awesome i i um I discovered you uh, on my quest looking for <laughs> Korean movies okay. and things. You've, you've been a big help, big help uh, to me. And um, whenever we're like, we, because me and my father are like really big into uh, Korean movies and like mm-hmm. Asian movies and dramas. So like he's always on the hunt for like <laughs> right, right. what movies are out there and like to see. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a struggle to kind of get that as a source. Mm-hmm. So he's always ref- so he actually introduced me to your channel when I oh, found okay. it. And he was That's like, awesome. do you follow Eon Talk? I was like, what is that? <laughs> I was like, what is that? He was, you don't know Eon Talk? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Wait, so when did you and, get into Korean movies? Um, I mean, for a while, um, for at least like three years now, I, I'm big on like, I was mainly more big on Japanese right. uh films and things like i watched anime for a long time mm-hmm. since i was a kid and then like once i started getting into like filmmaking and things uh later on i kind of dabbled in japanese films and i was like oh mm-hmm. man like these are great movies like they kind of put out interesting things and like right. it has like a, a certain like nuance to it that you don't really find anywhere mm-hmm. and then after that i just kind of brought into korean stuff right uh, korean films and then i met a good friend of mine and she's like really into uh dramas and, and movies more like mm. dramas like she'll watch a series in like a day if you let oh, her binge watch and, <laughs> <laughs> and so i'm a little more picky with like the shows the tvs that i watch but right, she's right. like she's pushed that side to me as well mm-hmm. uh, in the past and so 
after that, it's just like been yeah, hooked ever since. Because with like dramas and like just dramas in general, you have to invest so mm-hmm. much time. Yeah. Like, yeah. Each episode is like an like over an hour. <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> they they definitely are dedicated. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, and um, so we me and Lee did this podcast because uh, we're both into like Asian movies and things, and mm-hmm. we kind of discovered. Well, I got into podcasts not too long ago, mm-hmm. um, and I love listening to podcasts about like different things, like mainly like filmmaking and things like that. And so I wanted to was kind of looking for a podcast about kind of what we talk about, just Asian films and right, right. and in that area. But there's no real, there's nobody that does that that mm-hmm. I have found on podcasts. There's a couple, but nothing that like I right. suppose wanted to hear. And so I was like. Just start one. <laughs> That's just, awesome. When did you guys start? start one, so. Probably. Maybe like two months now. Yeah. Two months. Whoa. Has it been two months? Yeah. It's been <laughs> almost two months. I think it's a little past two months now. Probably. That's awesome. Because yeah. we did like maybe eight so far, eight, right? Yeah. This would be. Well, eight or nine. That, that are uploaded and we still have like three. Right. So, right. Yeah. You guys so we decided, do so, like, yeah we've been we've been pumping it out like every week so <laughs> weekly weekly podcast yeah weekly oh, yeah that's awesome weekly. yeah it's been fun and it's like i mean we just do it because just out of passion it's yeah we just of, like talking about it like so it's, it. we just it's just you know while we might as well just uh record it while we're talking right, about right. it you know <laughs> exactly do something with it and there's other like you know and my thing is like there are other people like me like there's you and there's people right, that love right, this right. stuff so you know, just take that initiative to do it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So on this, so we, we do it by series. Basically we try to pick like a category or a topic mm-hmm. of certain films and then we kind of go through it that way. Okay. So our last one that we just finished was all about like anime and like manga adaptions. Oh, okay. And which, which we were not really hopeful for in the beginning, because <laughs> we know the reputation of those movies, mm, right? But we were pleasantly surprised, like, we, like after I watching the some movie, of them. Or, <laughs> huh? After watching the movies, yeah, some oh, okay. of the ones that, some of the ones like, good. There's a lot of like you know tropey like Japanese anime like. <laughs> movies but then some of them were surprisingly not as bad as we thought it would be so it wasn't good but just not as bad <laughs> not as bad <laughs> there was like two that we called like good that we like thoroughly enjoyed but okay. there was some swallow were some that were you could swallow them you could it wasn't right right you could tough it's it just out. there's always stuff that like that makes it kind of like extra cringy <laughs> or like you know like like they they try so hard to make it like the like manga or like mm. the anime that it kind of feels off for like a live action right, film right. you know yeah. so um so yeah so we decided to go take like a, a 90 degree turn with the new series <laughs> and uh do romantic comedies and so we're doing from like anywhere we're not really sticking to a certain country mm-hmm. okay so so it could be from um japan korea or china um we haven't really, or any other or any other asian <laughs> place right. to your heart's contempt uh so we'll announce those those films for the list uh when, once we're close to finishing so we had you pick a film for us, Ian. Right. Ian, how how uh what did you pick for us? 
Um, so I picked the K movie On Your Wedding Day, starring mm. uh, Park Bo Young and uh, Kim Young Kwang. Nice. And uh, so why'd you pick this movie? Why did? Um, I don't know. It just gives you like that like warm, <laughs> heartwarming feeling, and like it, it makes you like think back to like your first love. Like I really connected with the movie, and um, like it has different stages of like high school. College and then adulthood, and I was able to really connect with all three stages of those, all three of those stages, and yeah, yeah. I think uh, for me, like the number one thing I think had going for this movie was how relative it was mm-hmm. watching it. Like I could really um, like sympathize with it or like relate to the movie so much. Mm-hmm. Um, because just from like everything from like the relationships to sort of that life span of how it right, goes through right. and just like it's 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 a really grounded movie despite being very rom-com ish right 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 but like, like yeah mm-hmm. go ahead, go like ahead. rom-coms have like that like a lot of rom-coms have that generic like feel to it but i found mm-hmm. that uh, on your rating they had something a little more like something mm. that you could relate to, and it not only had like comedy, but it had drama that's not too generic, or like not too like, yeah, not too generic, which mm. um, I found to be very pleasant. And like everybody that I uh, recommended the movie to, because like it's not it's not one of like those big production movies, so not a lot of right. people know right. about it. But yeah. everybody that I did recommend to enjoyed it. Yeah, it, it's kind of funny because in a in a way it feels a little blockbuster-ish. Like I felt like it could have been promoted in that right. sort of sense. But the trailers watching it, definitely it does... didn't do the movie justice. Like after watching mm. the trailers, I, I wasn't really looking forward to it. And that might be the reason why I liked it even more because I didn't have that high of an expectation. High expectations, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I, didn't it do pretty well in Korea though? The it movie itself? Did. Like, it's um I'm not too sure about the exact numbers, but um it did a lot better than I expected or like anybody expected. Let me just look mm-hmm. it up on Navy real quick. Yeah. Um so I'll just run through some facts while you're going through that. So we, our our usually first segment is um facts no one cares about, but maybe someone would care about it. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> people like me. Uh the um, movie was came out in 2018 and Directed by Lee Sok-gun. Right. Yes. Um, and that's all I got. <laughs> yeah. um, so the box office number is uh, 2.8 million. So it's not bad, but it's not like mm. up there either. But it's good for a mm. rom-com, I guess. I suppose. Yeah. yeah. You know the budget? How much that movie costed? Um, I do not. Let me see if I can find it. I'm going to place a bet with uh, 30 million. 30 million. That's my call. 30 million? What do you think, Lee? 30 or 60? Somewhere somewhere in there. I think 60 is too much for a movie like that. I have no clue. <laughs> it was released in 2018, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I don't have the budget, but I have gotcha. the revenue. Like how much they made. <laughs> I'm not... Yeah, I'm not sure about that the was... budget, but it made 23... Is it billion one? Korean one? So how much is that? In dollars, 20, it would be like 20, 20 million, like a little under 20, 20 million. million. Yeah, 20, yeah. 21 million, yeah. That's good. That's pretty. That's a nice amount. 
Right. <laughs> I call that a success. <laughs> right. Um. So yeah. So the director, I found out this is his debut. Like he only has one movie under his belt, and it's this one. Wow. And I think he's mainly he has like th- two other screenwriting credits. Yeah. That. So. Yeah. That's his only feature film. Hmm. And he worked on The Outlaws and Brother the Bros. Bros. Yeah. Yeah. Which I haven't seen. The I haven't seen either actually. Oh, you haven't seen The Outlaws? I have not. Oh, you have to check that out. <laughs> I heard The Bros was good too. Bros, Somebody recommended yeah. that to me. It has Don Lee in it, so my <laughs> in it. So yeah, so kind of go through what this movie's about, Lee. What do you think? Pitch me this movie, Lee. You want me to pitch it? <laughs> Not our guest. <laughs> we haven't heard from you, though. Come on. Come so on. basically, uh, the film is about... Uh, it's basically like a love story. Like every rom-com. <laughs> you don't, you don't but, say. Um, yeah, so it's about this uh, guy who um, who's at this school. And he's, he's a, he's a uh, gym teacher at a school. And, and it's kind of about his past about his uh, first love and and uh it starts out at his high school and this new uh exchange student comes to the school mm. and he pretty much uh falls in love at first sight and so it's a story about him trying to um gain her love and then they kind of uh become like girlfriend boyfriend in high school but then um she has to abruptly leave and so he uh, kind of forgets about her, but then he finds out about her through some like college brochure thing, and he decides to uh, go to that college. But he's not like a like a smart story. He does, he's not he's not a student that studies, but because of um, her, he gets the motivation to go to college in Seoul. And he's from like uh, a like a rural area, so. So he decides to go to college and then he meets her there. And so like it's it's a it's a story where like he's trying to um, get her. And so like he goes to like and they meet in different like moments of their lives. Mm-hmm. And and it's a kind of it's kind of hard to explain exactly. But I kind of thought about it as like um, I don't know if you guys watched how Harry met, met Sally. I haven't. I have but um, it's very similar to that that film and in, in, in how like they meet at like different points of their lives and, mm. and they're trying to kind of reconcile their relationship in a certain kind of way. That's a and, good explanation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they, uh, yeah, so they kind of go through the those different phases of life and like a big chunk of it really takes place. Well, I guess it's really split into equal parts between high school college college and adult and, life yeah right? it's like college and then like senior college and then adult life well i think mm-hmm. maybe like the last part like adult life would be the shorter end of the stick mm-hmm. right. um which i think is probably the funniest section to me i think i got mm. i think i enjoyed the last part the most the last part yeah mm. um i i had a similar experience to you uh ian because i remember i had seen this movie before probably closer to when it came out in 2018 because mm-hmm. it's been a while but i remember like not liking it as much for some reason mm-hmm. i didn't i remember like i didn't come out of it with like oh that was an amazing film or anything mm-hmm. 
So when I rewatched it for this, I remember it was so much more funnier and it was a lot better than what I remember, like having an initial feelings for it. Yeah, I was um, like, why? Did- I watched this movie like twice or three times in theaters and like mm. two more times because it's on the Korean Netflix. Gotcha. So like, um, I had my friends over and they. They have. They hadn't even heard of the of the movie, and I was like, "You have to watch it. Like, it's so relatable." It's <laughs> like, um, I went to Korean high school for one year, so mm. I moved here in my senior year of high school. So, um, I had the opportunity to experience like a little bit of like the Korean high school experience. Gotcha. And so that made it that much more like, um, like relatable relatable yeah. <laughs> there's, like, there's like scenes of um kim young Gwang's character like uh ditching class and like going to get the yeah. bookie and stuff yeah. like, like that's all about, stuff oh. that like i i did with my friends and stuff so like, it was <laughs> yeah it was a good um uh good nostalgic moment it must be even like crazy for you because the students were they were both transfer students in that high school as well like, right right Park Go Young's yeah. character yeah she was a transfer yeah, yeah. student yeah well, even him, but he said that he transferred like like a year or two before oh, did she he? Had oh, I don't as really well. remember that yeah. part. Because that's that's why he tried to like play it off as like trying to like get to know her. He's like, like yeah. show her, oh, show right, her the right, 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 kind right, of thing. Right, yeah, yeah. Right, right. He's like, we're, we're both transfer students. You can right, rely right, on me right. here if you need any help. Yeah, I think uh, so. Like when I was watching it, my first thing was like, oh my god, <laughs> the, the size difference between them. Right, because like Kim Jong <laughs> like like really tall and Huge. Park Go known for being short. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, was it, uh, Woo Young's character is 6'2". He's, he, the actor, he is 6'2", mm-hmm. so 6 feet 2 inches, which is like 180 centimeters. Right, right. Um, and then she is 5'1". <laughs> oh, she's that short? Is, I knew yeah. she was short, but I didn't know she was that short. 5'1". That's a whole difference <laughs> right oh but difference but i mean they, they looked good together i mean <laughs> For, somehow I, <laughs> I, I was like how did they shoot this movie like shot wise can you imagine <laughs> anytime he had to crouch yeah <laughs> she was like anytime standing on a box or something yeah exactly. <laughs> i was like my joke is like she walked around set with an apple box in her hand <laughs> it's like all right close up stand on it because like there was um that scene where they get so she's like a model by this time they reunite because like he found finds her being a model and then they like go on so he's like doing errands with her and like mm-hmm. taking her to shoots and things like that and then like near the end they she loses the job and then he tries to like lift her spirits and they like hop the fence and go to this very scenic area right and right that's right. like that's like the second kiss and it's like super dramatic mm-hmm. but it's like it's framed so well like shot wise mm-hmm. and it makes her it gives her five inches <laughs> like, <I swear. laughs> like like he's not really bending over that much you right. know and i was yeah. like she was definitely on an apple box <laughs> of course <laughs> like there's, that is too well to be Man. Either that or he was doing like a split while they were shooting the right. shot. <laughs> I mean like the behind the scenes um <laughs> yeah look at that. <laughs> even like interesting dynamic and just that like in a physical way as well it's like right. that that was definitely purposeful uh to watch you know yeah um i thought it was hilarious when they were when they got caught 
in high school eating out and the teacher like found them and they were hiding inside of the um <laughs> like what is it like the garage or something and the teacher yeah. the teacher was like giraffe dwarf is that it's, what they uh, like subtitled it that's what giraffe they subtitled it giraffe and dwarf right. what did like, they really say the the the, uh, the movie on netflix doesn't have english subtitles so right yeah right. I'm like I'm always curious as to like how they translate some of the terms, you know? It's like so, yeah. so bad. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> well, well, I think some of the it's it's uh, more uh, poetic sometimes mm. that the way that they translate it. It's not like literally what right. they say. No, because yeah. like yeah, um, so a lot of the stuff that I've seen, they do do it like literally, which makes it so bad. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's worse if it's literally. Right. You should try to use the context and, right, right, and right. use that as yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it kind of depends. I find with translations, um, it just depends on like who the subber is. Honestly, mm. yeah. there was like a because- huge issue back when. Um, avengers infinity war or i think it was infinity mm-hmm. war when it uh released here in korea the tra- mm-hmm. uh, the translator the translator uh translated like it was a uh, motherfucker but then the, uh the fucker part like came like it was blurred out right so like it was just like <laughs> mother but yeah. they translated that as like Oma or like omani or something which is oh, which wow. literally translates to just mom yeah <laughs> so like there was wow. yeah that that translator got a lot of heat for that Oof. that's tough that's a tough scenario to be into though right because like, it's like how, a huge how, movie <laughs> yeah but then like if you think about it from the translator's point of view like how would you translate that like yeah i mean like a curse word mm, right? yeah and it's like it's not like this wasn't even like dubbed, so they couldn't, you know, right, it wasn't right, like a right. voiceover. It was written, so you couldn't say like mother and then block out the fuck because mm-hmm. how would you write that, you know? Like if you watch Korean movies with or like American movies with Korean subtitles, they mm. like rarely uh, use actual cuss words. So like for like the true. F word or like the B word or yeah. stuff or S word, they would translate that right, to like they a don't very, write it, yeah. very yeah neutral yeah. word. Mm. Yeah, they definitely dumb it down. If anything, like like mm. bastard. But I, I feel like, like I feel like the other way around though. They do use like curse words though. We're Korean like, to English. When they're translating, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> oh, we're the mean ones, huh? <laughs> but I, I I also feel like Korean curses are more poetic too. Like like the way that they mm. they use like the way that they curse in Korean. It's a lot more varied than in in like American curses. Like in American curses, it's pretty much like the f word, the s word, right? Yeah. But then, like in in like Korean cursing, like you can add like different adjectives and stuff together, right, right, and right. like create like a, a you can word make it really that juicy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like you can add stuff to make it more and more, you know, poetic, palatable. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you call that poetic. <laughs> it is poetic. It's just true. I've only got so many words to go off of, you know? Like, yeah. There's like, uh, there's that scene where, actually that same scene where um, she loses the job and then he recalls back like that memory. And he's like, that bastard joy. Or like, mm-hmm. and then he yeah, goes yeah, off yeah. and it's like, that bastard of like pig head joy. And he keeps going and like, but it's different variations of it. Mm. It's like, it's a perfect example of just ad-libbing curse words yeah. right 
yeah we, we definitely don't have anything like that and the way it like subtitles that scene is it does feel like weird like it's it's like these are this is how you talk bad about somebody mm. <laughs> um so what is uh some highlighted scenes you guys had with this movie some highlights um i really enjoyed uh kang Kyung, who was a supporting actor in this movie gotcha. um he was also in exit and uh, crazy romance which is another rom-com but i mentioned this in like my youtube videos but i think he's like a actor that we really need to look out for because like he's like he just gives like a very happy vibe when he's on screen do you mm. know who he is kang Kyung? No. He's um, the friend of the main character, like since high school or oh, after okay, college, okay. after college. He's like the closest friend that he has. Right, right. The one with like the bob kind of cut. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah hmm. I mean, like, he, I don't think I've seen him in anything else. About like everything he's in that I've watched, I like thoroughly enjoyed. Especially because like he just brings like that like bright energy into the into the movie. Mm. Right. He definitely has like a quirkiness to him, or at least in this movie, he's got a he just right, has right, like right. A, a unique kind of character. Yeah, I think I, I actually really like the supporting cast in this movie. Like all the friends that he makes, especially like the group of guys that he mm-hmm. makes yeah. at the end right. of college. Like everybody in that group really had a special kind of quality to them. Right, that right, kind of right. make them they stand out in their own way. Yeah. And then the characters kind of all kind of felt natural. Like it, it didn't feel like right, they right. were there just to serve the story. Kind yeah, of, it yeah. kind of felt like they they're part of the world. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. a lot of times, some some films like the like the Japanese animated ones that we watch, the anim, um the, yeah. the adaptations that we watch, some of the characters they just felt like they were shoehorned in to mm-hmm. the, so that the story can kind of like progress. Mm-hmm. But in this one, it they feel more like. People. Yeah, people. And like <laughs> you can imagine that they live their own life and then this is just part of like one moment that they had, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so it felt a lot more natural in that sense. Yeah, I think I really all like all of my favorite scenes for sure are when everybody is grouped together. I'm in mm-hmm. that way. From like like my favorite scene is when um right before her birthday, uh Songhee's birthday. And they're all like outside right, of right, right. the campus, and they're sitting by the fountain. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, the girls walk by and they start picking up chicks one right. by one. one by one. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> "Hello, baby. What's your name?" <laughs> it's like, it like my favorite scene ever. And the what one is, dude has all the ice cream yeah, leftovers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Come on, man, don't do this to me." <laughs> but it's like, yeah, they they all have their like individuality they all feel like people and you, yeah. you know it, it definitely the movie does a great job of like these they have their own lives you know and making sure mm-hmm. that you know they have um it's just really fun seeing it like that mm-hmm. what i w- i thought was interesting for this film was uh, when i first watched it like the mm-hmm. first time i watched this film i was watching it and i didn't realize when the ending came i was so like <laughs> confused because i was like i i didn't realize that was gonna be the end you know mm-hmm. at that moment when when like she just gets married yeah because like out in my mind i just had this like 
just um, automatic like idea of like oh they're probably gonna get together at the end because mm-hmm. it's like a romantic comedy film so yeah that's the mindset that i, I had watching it mm-hmm. and so like i was watching it and watching it watching it it just ended at the last moment and so i was like huh <laughs> it just ended like that. and i was like really confused when i first watched it yeah it, it, the movie does have like this pace to it that just kind of like feels like I keep going like yeah yeah exactly it, it really gets you invested into their lives and you just kind of like get the feeling that you're gonna flow with that right. for a while <laughs> and then like the it kind of sweeps the rug under you at the last minute but like yeah. I actually liked how it ended because like if did they did like end with the two main characters getting together I think that would have been like way too predictable like that's like every other mm, rom com yeah. movie yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah like that's the biggest thing like that i get from this movie it's like this it shares such a rom-com elements to it like it's got everything it needs to be like a typical Mm rom-com but it manages to do these little tweaks and differences that it feels kind of perfect in a way you know it's like yeah i mean it's kind of like uh subverting the genre's expectations yeah because like like i said like when you go into the film like you already know what a rom-com is supposed to be right? right like that genre so like when you're watching it, you have certain expectations in your mind already. So like the filmmaker like plays with that and like completely changes it at the end. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what like it makes the movie exciting and interesting. Yeah. And and that's why I said it's so similar to how Harry met Sally, because that's exactly what they do in that film, too. Mm-hmm. And and it's more like it's like uh, a rom-com it's it's like a friend movie disguised as a rom-com you know what i mean right where it's disguised as this romance and definitely there is a romance there but like it's more a study of like can a a guy and a girl like become friends and like you know maintain Mm -hmm. that relationship even after kind of having certain romantic feelings for each other right Right. so i think that's yeah a really interesting kind of and different kind of a film from a lot of different korean films that normally come out it's very kind of simple and like predictable like Jan said very predictable but this one it definitely um plays with those uh mm-hmm. genre expectations yeah and that's why it's like it goes back to being so relatable because you know like you, if it plays to like tropes and being typical like that's not how real life works right. <laughs> yeah because you, know? you, ne- you never you never get with your first love right <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah like that's never a thing and then but and it plays it out to like you know his entire life is set after her and then for the mm. ending to be like he doesn't get her it just tugs you back into reality like oh yeah this is how real life works like right. you, you just kind of have to expect the unexpected but you yeah. know we kind of like learned and grew with this character and you know the, right. the, yeah the like, the, like the thing that they say at the end like when they have that like um dialogue at the very end at the wedding reception place mm. where he says like you know I'm really thankful for you because you made me like into the person that I am. Yep. And like, you know, she says the same thing. I think that's like the, the main point of the film pretty much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm. how they grow by, you know, knowing each other and by having each other in, in their lives. Right. Yeah. Uh, what did you guys think of around kind of like the midpoint of the movie? So like the other huge takeaway that I noticed was, like, this movie has a huge tonal flip by the halfway mark. It's, like, the beginning mm-hmm. of the movie, about they're in high school and, like, early college. It's 
super like typical rom-commy and it's mm-hmm. it's really like joke after joke after like funny after funny and it's, it's more of the comedy elements which is really enjoyable but then right about the time he turns like senior college and they get back together it's really more more melodramatic and right. more of a mature film rather than a playful youthful movie mm-hmm. um and i was like i didn't find myself laughing as much but it played it really came into their relationship in total right um I, um, so like you said, I would divide the movie as like first half comedy and the second half like melodram- uh, melodramatic. Mm. But I did enjoy both. Like I definitely did enjoy yeah. like the funny scenes and the humor that mm. it had. But I also enjoyed the drama that it had because I found the dra- uh, the dr- uh, dramatic parts to be a lot more uh, relatable because like like what you mentioned, like you you don't really get with your first love like nobody actually gets with your first love and um it showed it depicted like the hope or or the the slight hope that you have of getting with that first love like in a good Mm. way but it also shows the reality of not getting with your first love yeah 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 it's uh very real um it didn't like downplay anything yeah. but yeah i thought it was very real i, I found it to be very enjoyable mm. right yeah I, f- I found that uh that that second half to be like i guess if one word to describe it would be mature mature um um like the characters have evolved to more of a mature state right and then just like the tone of the film really kind of goes into that and i found it funny to see that even like the jokes are more mature right right in right. a way and they have like a different nuance to them mm-hmm. to why they're funny like because the characters when they have those lines like the way that they say like they're serious about their what they're talking about but we just interpret it as like funny like we just find it funny like when near the end they go on the the uh like their getaway and they're like fishing mm-hmm on that <laughs> the little thing and then he's like um and he brings up the tattoo the um oh, yeah. <laughs> i read it written down oh the uh, uh un young tattoo her name mm. on his ankle mm. and he's like what am i gonna do with this <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like i've tried to get rid of it so many times and then the friend is like bro what if you just marry right and young you'll save some money <laughs> but like they're being so serious about it <laughs> like <laughs> but it's a funny topic like so in that sense like everything about it has matured and it's just a different kind of vibe to the right. movie but one that's like again relatable and it doesn't downplay and it's really nice mm-hmm. to see and it makes you like um like as you're watching you get very invested into the story and the characters and you feel mm. like you're like like the characters are either like a friend of yours or like someone that you know so like it gets you very invested with the characters like on a personal level right this is true what do you think of um <laughs> so <laughs> i guess this doesn't really apply to rom-coms but this huge thing that i had with like the anime adaptions or like time skipping is mm-hmm. using the same actors for like different phases of life <laughs> Whereas, mm. i guess this movie can get away with it right because it's high school and then like, they're still right, pretty right. much young adults so it's it's not too big difference but like a huge age gap between the actors but they're the same we're still watching the same cast members mm, right 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 i mean i feel like they're like all under 30 
yeah. the whole story. So it still works. That's true. <laughs> it's not like it's not like a fifty year old person, and then like suddenly they're like right, you know right. twenty. Or like, <laughs> they're like I feel like if 15. it was like an elementary school student, then yeah, that wouldn't work. But like, <laughs> yeah. but high school, there's a lot. Yeah, like um, yeah, I think they pulled it off. Park Bo Young was adorable. <laughs> <laughs> I know she's so tiny. She can right. she'll play off as a. Uh, <laughs> How old is she now? She's like twenty nine, something Oof. like that. She's creeping into that phase. Look it up. Um. So, what was uh your favorite scene? This movie. There's a lot. There's, My favorite scene. Yeah, there's a lot of like things to pick out in this movie. I found like a lot of like mm-hmm. moments that I liked. I I I I liked this scene where um the turning point in the movie where. Uh, he starts like rambling on about like how, you know, maybe if I never had her in my life, yeah, then then like you know I would have lived a more, you know, successful life. Mm-hmm. You know, like he starts talking about that, and then like he goes and like he tries to like ask her for forgiveness, mm-hmm. but then basically she doesn't, you yeah. know, forgive him. And and I I felt like that was a very uh, kind of fresh and very harsh, but like a fresh <laughs> like. Like a uh, moment, yeah, because, mm. uh, yeah, like for her, like that, the words that he said to her were so like hurtful because of the past that she had, because of um, her father and and all of that, mm-hmm. and so I feel like that moment really kind of drove home the point and and kind of you know pushed the film to its end, mm-hmm. and like when I first watched it, I, I was like. Man, like, why, why is she not like forgiving him? <laughs> he, he seems so sweet. But then, like, you know, the second time I watched that, I felt like it was a, it was the right kind right. of, as as a film, I felt like it was a, it was a really good choice gotcha. to kind of bring, and it makes it feel more realistic too, like more grounded, like you said, because mm-hmm. it, because people, you know, react in different ways, and and not all people, like for me, like. I feel like if I was the girl, I could probably forgive him, but like, <laughs> 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 she couldn't. And so it's very interesting. Yeah, and very, I, I like that scene a lot. Mm. That was a, that was going to be one of my questions too, because I thought that uh, that turning point in this movie, or like that the reason for their breakup, is something that I've never really seen in like a romance exactly. or, or mm. comedy, because it's exactly. it's so like meta, I guess in a way. Like it's not like it, it's not like a physical or like a in your face sort of breakup, right? Like he didn't like catch him in cheating or like mm. mistaking right, or right, like right. something like typical in that way. But it was more of an in character sort mm. of reason. And like, you know, she's what he says is like again, like it makes sense for him to be like, Well, I've kind of based my whole life on her and with without me chasing after her, I wouldn't have gone to college. I wouldn't have wanted to be an athlete, quote unquote. And right. You know, I, I wouldn't be to where I am today. Um, and then for her, and he's like, well, I might regret that, whatever. And then for her, it's like he, him saying that is a reflection of her father, whom she hated uh, all her life. And on top of that, like that breakup happens at the father's funeral. So it's mm-hmm. like really kind of displaying that reason in your face. But for, for something like a conversation like that, or like a reason that's so, I guess, intellectual is not something that I've really ever seen in a rom-com especially 
of, mm. of mm. and like a rom-com and so again like it brings it down to that relatable and very grounded sense and i remember having like mixed feelings about it when i first watched it so it's i guess because it was different or maybe it was just too grounded for me you know mm. maybe i was like leaning and yearning for something more fantastical but like rewatching it i'm like okay it kind of makes sense even though it's it may not be the most exciting thing and it does make sense within the story and and it, right. it is a good choice as well right, uh, right. what did you think about it um or going back to your question of like your favorite scene like yeah, my yeah. favorite scene of the movie i um it's like a totally different um side but <laughs> kang Young's um scene where um he's doing his business like watching something very mature and then his aunt was it or his mom <laughs> comes in like, and like leaves him he's like a sure. plate of fruit i found that to be like very very funny because <laughs> like you don't expect it and then it fits right. his character so well too like um that like like um like i don't know it's just yeah it just um came out of nowhere <laughs> but was very funny is <laughs> it yeah. and he's like in his room and he goes to sit down and he's sitting in his bed and he's like what the fuck right 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 <laughs> and he's like it could have been my mother my aunts my cousin right 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 <laughs> you think my dad will understand <laughs> that was, that was, yeah that was hilarious <laughs> yeah um i stay true to my um the fountain scene being my favorite scene just mm. like really like whenever everybody was together it, mm. it it was it was really fun like even when they borrow the internet from her and they oh, yeah. bring oh right 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 and the cops like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's and he's like how do you say flexible in english and he's like bendy <laughs> uh or like even when they're adults and uh what's his name is in the military they're out drinking and he's like he's oh, wasting right, tax right, money right. He's, wasted, he's using a military budget to drink. Right, right, right. So, yeah. I, I have a question. Do do they have football in Korea like that? I was going to say the same thing. They, um, okay, so for my school, we didn't. It was uh, rugby. They had like a rugby club and like a rugby team. But uh, American mm. football, they didn't. Um, I think exactly, a f- like, few schools might that. have it. But it's not. Like I, I was very surprised to see that. It's like too. so uncommon, right? right? Yeah. In it's, Korea, especially. That's a pure well, American sport. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no one should have that. Right. Like, why are they playing football? It's not even like soccer or like basketball. Like, it's, it's football. I was like, wow. What that's the thing. Yeah. And in college. And it's a college thing, too. Yeah, it's a college thing. That's so weird. That was my very first question. As soon as I watched this, I go, hold on. Am I watching a Korean movie? <laughs> Where did they even get the costumes for this? I, I don't know. I don't know why they went. Why they decided to go with American football? football American but football. yeah, um, yeah, that's like one part of the movie that I was very confused as to, as well. Because um, yeah, rugby, I would understand more. Because there's actually exactly. like rugby yeah. teams and stuff, but yeah. American football, yeah. If there was, yeah, I, like, like, I I used to like when I lived in the states, I really enjoyed um, football, so I yeah. actually wanted to like join like a school club uh, mm. for football if they had it, but they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that was like a huge thing in the movie. Like, I was like, who's mm-hmm. the other school that they're playing against? There's two right. schools that did this. 
Yeah. I mean, they might have it. Um, they might have it like in other schools, but it's definitely not to the scale as Common. the movie, uh, like makes right, it out to right. be. I could understand if it was like a club thing too, as well. Just right. kind of like I a think it was thing. a club. I think it was mm. a school club, not like an official university yeah. team. Oh, yeah, that's uh, that's the movie world for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about like so? Were, so did they both share a surname? So they're both surnames were Juan. Is that like another relating point between the characters? Which character? No, one is one is Juan and one is Huang. Okay, so it's it's like one one oh, oh. letter difference. Gotcha. Right, right, right. So they're not they're not the same. They're not the same. same. No. Mm. Yeah, I got confused by that point because like the movie made a point of of pointing it out. Well, like, did he's, it? Like, yeah, I mean, like in the very beginning, he's like, "I've never met a girl named Juan before." Oh, and like, oh yeah, yeah. it's it's a it's a I, uncommon uh, surname. Gotcha, gotcha. But Her, then, hers. But then, like, I I thought I saw at one point that he had the same surname, so I was like, "Is it because it's no, on?" No, no, no. Yeah, because it's Huang. Yeah, it's just very surname. very common. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, clear that point for all of us American Americans. <laughs> Wait, DK, are you Korean too? Yes. Oh, I see. Yeah, what's you... up, <laughs> <laughs> my brother? What's up, my brother? We can we can speak in Korean, so he doesn't know he doesn't understand what we're saying. <laughs> Let's Kiss not do that yeah. to him. <laughs> <laughs> I know one bad word, and that's it. I was like, bro, they're gonna talk so much shit about me on this chat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the reason why Lee is my co-host is so, you know, I can just borrow some of his Korean knowledge. Right, right, right. (laughs) Translate for For, me. For any Korean terminology. (laughs) Translate for me. Didn't didn't we see a movie that was, like, really bad as far as translations? I don't know if if it was a Bong Joon-ho film. Bong Joon-ho's one? Well, no, it was fairly okay. Bong Joon-ho's yeah. films, well, he's the meticulous. translations. Yeah, he's super yeah. meticulous too with translations. Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't think he's the one that subs the <laughs> films. Yeah, this is except, except for except for Okja, probably. Mm. But oh, yeah. maybe Parasite. Maybe but. that's what I was thinking. In Okja, when they had like the yeah that that the like clear subversion, intentional yeah. uh, mistranslation. So, do you know about that, Ian? What what? So, have you seen Okja? Yeah, yeah, I did. You know, like there's a there's like a deliberate mistranslation from Korean to English in the Is movie. There? So when they're on the bus and they try to convince the girl to join the ALF, like the mm-hmm. whole movement thing, and like there's kind of like two. So it's in the same scene. So he like it's a clear thing of he's like we're part of you know we're called alf and we like rescue animals and we do this and this is our mission and he's like we want you and then he's like pitching her we want you to join our uh thing to help rescue the animals for blah 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 it's like the super long thing Mm -hmm. and then he's like translates one word and he he says one word and she's like i understand and he's and the guy's like did wait did you get everything because (laughs) and then the last moment where when uh, he's about to jump off yeah they're about to jump off and like he um she agrees but he mistranslates what she agrees to so mm-hmm. um he like you know he deceives her basically you know he says one last thing to her before he jumps and he's like the translation the subtitles say you should learn english 
um, when you come to America. But what he says is, my real name is whatever mm. his name was. Mm. So it's like completely different context. Wait, why why did says. they do that? Do you know? Uh, well, Bong Joon-ho did it deliberately to play on the fact of like, of like the Korean language and oh, like okay. the translation. So like he like want like that subtitle there, like that was an intentional thing in the mm. movie. Like that was his thing of like, you go, you should go learn some English. But he was like, the line that he says is my real name is mm. blah, blah, blah. And it's like to play to the stigmatism of like, um, you know, it's kind of like the whole world and like Korea, you, you like they, we, you guys learn English like in school and like younger right. and that's sort of like the overarching language for like a lot of different uh, cultures but that same perception isn't for americans you know we don't have to learn korean we don't have to learn right, japanese right. or like you know on that either so it's like playing to this sort of like differences see, between it and the interesting part is like although he actually says like my name is whatever his name is like in the scene later on like she's actually um she has like an english like learning um english like study book yeah and then she's like trying to study english mm. like but yeah. he technically never said that right so right. it's like it's like a very interesting like juxtaposition mm. you know the two yeah like things, the narrative yeah. follows the subtitle like you should go learn english and then like the next couple shots right, is like right, her right. learning from the english book whereas if you took it from what he actually said he never told her that motivation <laughs> right yeah so pretty he's a sneaky bugger (laughs) (laughs) what did you guys think of the subtitles for parasite i mean good on my end (laughs) (laughs) um, he's uh, from what i've read he uh himself chose the the translator for the subtitles Mm. i think they worked on worked on something before and then he really liked how he was able to get like the context delivered very well because like um when i was watching like i didn't watch with the subtitles at first Mm. um so like the chapaguri part which is like the noodles like i was um very curious as to like how they would translate that but i think um they did it very well like like uh what what was the term that they used it was um what was it i f- I, I don't remember yeah, exactly the subtitles for that um yeah there's like a different term like a european term like i heard that it was mm. like a european term where um it's like for a mixture of different noodles yeah oh. mm. well they did have ramdam they called yeah, it yeah, but, ramdam. But, but that was, or, yeah isn't Ram- that like a so european term or something that i did I didn't know. I thought that was more of a oh, green really? term. <laughs> that, uh, was like, that was like the steak mixed like, in with the noodles, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, in the movie, it was called Ramdam, mm. I believe. But, I, yeah, I didn't know that that was more of a, a European... Maybe uh, it's not. Um, Ramdam, yeah. Uh, okay, maybe not. <laughs> like, I, was, I was surprised because I thought that was a term that they actually like used in... Um, like Europe or something. Different places. Maybe not. <laughs> like, I mean, like playing telephone. Like Korean says it one way, European says another way, and then we get the leftovers. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> Three translations in one. It just gets worse and worse <laughs> as it goes on. It's a totally different story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but he's like super like meticulous with everything he does. Right. Bong Joon-ho in his movies. So I'm not surprised that he's like, good care within this movie mm-hmm. and subtitles 
But yeah, let's get back to the, our actual movie. <laughs> what were we talking about again? <laughs> what movie was this? Something about- We do this all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sidetrack. <laughs> Go on tangents. Gotta piece out this part and put it somewhere else. Yeah. Um, any nitpicks with this movie? Anything that you're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Any nitpicks? Um, did you have any? Let me let me think of something. Um, not really. I mean, I don't know what I didn't like about it. My first run through that kind of gave me the perception of like I don't mm. remember being it all that good because I really was like this is really good the second time when I watched it. Um, so there's not really anything that I that kind of bugged me in a way Mm. i think if anything that bugged me at first it was the reason that they broke up but the more that i think about it the more i feel like it's a good call right um so i actually had a written review of the film Mm. so i'm uh, going over what i said the bad parts about the movie were but um there weren't any or there weren't as much emotional scenes that i than yeah. that I expected. Like I thought it'd be a lot more mm. emotional, but um, but then again, like I, I'm not a big fan of like uh, tearjerkers, so it's not really what? a bad thing. But um, it's not really a bad thing. But if I'm nitpicking, yeah, yeah, a personal kind of tug. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I thought I thought yeah. like the second part was good enough as far as the emotional side. Yeah, went. I thought that was like a good level of emotions. Yeah. yeah. And also Kick that um, comedy. I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh. And also that like the trailers didn't do the movie justice. Like it's not a bad thing about the movie itself, but it's the bad part about the trailers. Mm. Marketing division. Mm. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Wei? No, I was just saying. Um, if if I was like going into this film expecting just like a a typical rom com, I think. I might not like if if I wanted like a happy like love ending story, then I might not be so happy with this <laughs> film, right? Yeah. So I think that's something that if like people were to watch it, mm-hmm. like I think I think it's a good surprise. So I don't think you should tell people that. But but some people might be turned off because of that. I feel like mm-hmm. I think Definitely. maybe that that could kind of explain why I wasn't super happy with it the first mm-hmm. time. Because, like, I mean, watching it for a good chunk of the movie, it gives you this expectation of a typical rom-com, you know? Right. And it, it is yeah. good. I'm not saying it's, like, tropey and bad. It's tropey and good in a place, but it just plays that note really well. And so, mm-hmm. like, you're just so invested by through it that you kind of want this ending to happen and sort of, like, this that you buy into that expectation for the rest yeah. of the film. But then by the end of it, it just, like, sweeps the rug with you and yeah. you're like, okay huh, like maybe there's a little more, it's a little deeper than what I thought, you know? Right. Yeah. But I do agree with you. Like, I think this is a good, like sneaky kind of movie. Mm. It's like, here's a really good film and it is definitely a rom-com. Right. Yeah. But, and and if I really, really were to be nitpicky, like the ending, I don't know if I like 
still love it like hundred mm. percent. You know what I mean? Like how they ended it, like like that that shot, and like you okay. know, I don't know. Like it just felt yeah, 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 and it just felt very uh, very abrupt. Like still, gotcha. You gotcha. Know, watch it, mm. which it, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it it does like raise some weird like emotions in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah. I don't know how to explain it exactly, but yeah. it's it's not it's not necessarily bad, but maybe it's just like a lingering kind of oh well, maybe I wanted to see a little bit more mm-hmm. and 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 so maybe it's that but yeah. yeah I mean it does kind of like I guess speed uh, ending a little fast yeah just to end like that between right the, right right like between the fact that they're completely adults and they're separated and then like because she comes back from Germany right. And then mm. he's already a teacher. And so, like, we've already established that we know that he was a teacher from the start. Yeah. So, it's like yeah. we've, we've caught up to, like, the present day. Right. And then from that point, it just, like, really streamlines the rest of it. Like, yeah, I think I it. think maybe maybe it's because I kind of hoped to see a little bit more of what happens to him mm-hmm. after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you never really, you don't see that at all. It's just they don't give it to you. Mm-hmm. So, I think maybe that's why I, I felt a little bit robbed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? No, that's a funny point because, like... I mean, you you pretty much like the case for it is we follow his narrative in the movie. Yeah, you're with him the whole time, but we don't. But then you never really get that at the end. Yeah, and then so we end maybe on that's her. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, okay. I think I think that's why it felt very uh, confusing. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I thought um, maybe you can call this a nitpick, but I, I noticed this when I was like skimming through the film. It's like the whole movie is it's sort of like like I finally the movie is like you know, it's about the journey and not the paradise kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, the meat of the movie is like him chasing after her and then like kind of like being motivated to do all these right, things right. to get with her. And then when they finally are together, it's like this big in the movie. Like mm. <laughs> they share the montage. <laughs> yeah. It's, they put everything in a montage and then it goes to them breaking up. So it's like, we right. got what we wanted and we don't see any of it. Mm. <laughs> The montage scene was pretty cool, though. I liked yeah. how they did it, though. Like, how they, like, go in and out of different, like, you know. Mm-hmm. It was pretty... Like, throughout the town and mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Right. Would you have liked to see more of them together, or... Right, I feel like, yeah, so, like, a typical rom-com, you would see them, like, together and, like, them, you know, having this, like, romantic relationship. Like that would be emphasized a lot more, right? But in this film, that's not really emphasized as much. Mm-hmm. Like once they get together, yeah, I think that's why people might feel a little, you know, confused. If about anything, this film. that's the most downplayed part. Of the movie. Right. Yeah. I think the focus was more on like chasing after the girl, and then what comes after, like you get the girl, like that breakup parts. Yeah. 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 Back to sadness. <laughs> Can't be happy for too long. Yeah, because like DK said, like every other rom-com shows you so much of like the the parts where you actually do get the girl and where you actually um have that romantic relationship. There's like so many other movies that already shows that. So yeah, yeah. Um. So any other kind of points you guys wanted to make about this movie? Um. <laughs> Oh. Right, it's it's enjoyable it's very it's yeah. fun to watch like it gets you hooked from the very beginning and like there's no like uh downtime where like the pacing is really well well paced mm. i feel like and like it 
throws in like these little things and like it weaves like different characters and like there's a good payoff from the beginning and the end so like i think overall it's a very solid film right yeah. and i think it's uh really underrated like i don't know about like mm-hmm. um like americans or like foreigners but in korea i don't think like um like i would say like 70 percent of the people that i ask haven't even heard about the movie and like wow um, like people that actually have watched it is like very rare so i think mm-hmm. it's very underrated um especially for a movie with two a-list stars you know um yeah yeah i think it's very underrated yeah, it's I, definitely I, I like Park watching. Boyong, so I, I watched right, right. a lot of the films <laughs> yeah i think uh, i think this movie is like one of her like better performances too like so mm-hmm. yeah. that's funny yeah all all asian movies are underrated here and oh right right, right. Well, yeah pretty much that's in the not US, no one has that's, heard of it that's why we exist right <laughs> apparently we got to get popular in korea too man we got to show you guys what your movies are. We show everybody else yeah um yeah it's it is a really enjoyable movie um and it's it is all around really good, and the pacing is is really solid as well. It makes it feel a lot longer than what it actually is. Mm. I mean, the movie clocks in at like just under two hours, mm. but it, but it does feel pretty pretty extensive mm. while watching. Because you go through like so many different phases. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you really run through their whole life, and it's like, um, yeah, like I was definitely hooked to. Like right at the beginning, right when like the scene that he's getting beat and then he's like crawls <laughs> backward towards her, mm-hmm. I was like, "All right, I'm sold. <laughs> you got me." And then like the weird flip sideways phones, it's just like right, oh, yeah. right. <laughs> Seeing flip way back. Then. <laughs> I mean, you guys still have flip phones, though. Well, I know Japan kind of does. Korea, but do you guys still have flip phones? Um, is that still a thing? I mean, they still sell it. Cause like uh, I think it was like it was fairly recently, like a couple of years ago maybe, they mm. um started selling it, but it's not the typical, or the design itself is a flip phone, but the gotcha. features that it has, it still has like a uh, Kakao Talk, which is like the WhatsApp of Korea that everyone gotcha. uses. Um, so it still has internet capabilities. Um, everyone has smartphones here. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, Samsung. Cause like I visited, I visited uh the US in 2013 i think 2012 2013 after i moved uh to korea and by the time that i went back to the u.s like everyone in korea had smartphones but um when i visited like i still had friends that had like uh slide phones and like um yeah (laughs) so i think i think technologically definitely korea is a lot more advanced in terms of like um people adopting that technology Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's true for Definitely. Eastern culture, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, America is actually very slow in 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 um adopting like like widespread technology. Right, yeah, right. like internet is like so much slower than Korea. And oh, stuff like Korea's that. internet is so fast. <laughs> exactly. What is five G? Somebody explain me the magic of five G. Like that's that's our knowledge. Whereas in like you know Taiwan, it's like there's free 4G for everybody. We're like what? Right, right. What? It's yeah, like free Wi-Fi everywhere here. But also like America is so much more huge, like bigger. That yeah, is as a, also true. As yeah. a landmass, 
we're huge you're in super capitalist so you know those things <laughs> have a good mix yeah like even like when i went to uh japan um especially like okinawa um i was like especially for okinawa which is okinawa the, are you do you know where okinawa is in oh uh, i know where it is i haven't been the only yeah. japanese city i've been to was osaka okay osaka yeah. okinawa is kind of like if i had to explain it really fast it's like think of it as the puerto rico for the right. u.s in right. a way um it's super tiny but it's like even in that way compared to the mainland it's so much more advanced than the u.s <laughs> like oh, oh. like uh, like as far as just like in general like right street um and like its culture and everything mm. like like the streets are like just look much better than when here in the u.s and <laughs> it's like, very clean huh japan very is very clean. clean the streets are very clean yeah <laughs> I mean, I was just all around shocked, and mm. I was like, "Man, this is where the world is at compared to where the U.S. is at." <laughs> like, yeah. I felt I felt backstabbed. <laughs> well, I mean, like it's different, different, different pros and cons, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Different priorities. Yeah. Right. I want those priorities. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we're doing rom-coms for our future next films. So I guess what do you kind of expect from a rom-com or what do you think makes a good rom-com? Mm. So what's like, I guess, again, let's set the bar for the series, right? Like kind of usually do. <laughs> well, there, I mean, I guess there's different kind of criteria, right? Because mm. uh, like, for example, this is a really good, the film that we did today yeah. is a really good example of how to, I guess subvert the expectations of what you would expect from a rom-com or like from a genre because this you know r- romantic comedy is a certain kind of genre mm-hmm. and people have certain expectations when they watch a a you know a rom-com right yeah. like there's typically like a first meeting meeting point right and then there's this the love lovey-dovey point <laughs> and there's a breakup point which is like the climax point and then mm-hmm the get get back together at the end kind of thing right that's like Mm -hmm. the generic kind of uh story arc of a romantic comedy Mm -hmm. and this the film that we did today is like a kind of 180 of that right where like they meet but then just about just the moment when they're about to get together she leaves she Mm. disappears and then he finds her again and then and then you know he finds her, but then, you know, they can't get together because of this other guy right. in her life. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, it's a it's a complete subversion of of the romantic comedy genre itself. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, there's these elements in it that still makes it, you know, comedy and makes it romance. And, and so, like, it is a very good film in itself. But it's like a complete subversion of the romantic comedy mm. genre. Mm. And so I think in that way, it, it's a really good um, film. But I don't think it's a good benchmark for, I guess, what we would expect from a romantic comedy. Right. Gotcha, gotcha. So, Are you guys going to yeah. keep going with like rom-com or just like romance in general? or uh, Rom-coms. Rom-com. For this series, it's going to be romantic comedies. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but we'll get uh, back to romance later on, I guess. <laughs> I guess, you know. Ooh, like, super hard, like, deep drama romance. Ooh. I have, I, I have some. I, I think I know a few as well. Yeah. 
the hardest part I find is like finding ones that I haven't seen. <laughs> like I, I was really kind of struggling to find more rom coms that I didn't know from Korea mm. uh, for those of the series. Because like I've seen so many, and I'm like, oh, I want to do this one. I could do this one. Oh, I could do that one. Like, kind of want to talk about a fresh experience. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I kind of agree with your point. It is, it is like the perfect subversion and like a good bar as a movie to start with. Yeah, but I guess yeah. like ranking it within a typical tropey rom com, it it does, it just does these dips. F- away from it that you can't really benchmark so, uh, so so my question would be like what 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 is our standard for like a mm. a good ro- romantic comedy because i feel like this is a good romantic comedy yeah. yeah but you know not everything is going to be like this one so mm-hmm. i mean like it kind of goes the same for every movie for me um and i guess some specific points like you gotta have characters that you love like you, de- we, you definitely have to have good characters in a rom-com because the whole movie is the characters mm-hmm. or at mm-hmm. least or at least two and good characters and i would say a re- an interesting plot but i feel like that may be vague is <laughs> saying that something that's like i don't know like put them in an interesting scenario like they have to go through some kind of interesting development together i i feel like if a rom-coms like when you watch it you'll know kind of like kind of like like manga adaptations when you watch it you'll know if it's good or bad (laughs) first five minutes you're like (laughs) (laughs) they did that to me (laughs) now I gotta finish it Uh, what is your take on it? Um, I think because rom-coms are very generic or like a lot of rom-coms have um, mm-hmm. similar uh, elements to it i think that it should have something that that makes it different like something that makes it stand out and i think that mm-hmm. could be a good uh standard to go off of some like what does it mean mm-hmm. or why is this rom-com special compared to like other rom-coms right right that's a good point that's actually a really good point yeah so, i mean that's what this one did right right so. yeah 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 <laughs> so like something that makes it unique from the rom-com genre right mm-hmm. right the criteria is to subvert. <laughs> the, well, the right answer is the wrong answer. Well, not all sub- subvert subversions are good. Right, right, but, right. Definitely. You know, if it yeah. if it's done well, yeah. right. You know, it's got to pay off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I guess that could be our standard for for the for the films that we you know we wait, watch. Wait, wait, I gotta write this down. Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, what do you kind of? How do you sort of benchmark? your reviews ian how do you um so i have a little system i call ticket price value which is mm. um basically how much would i pay to rewatch this film again for the first time so like the mm. benchmark would be like a uh, movie ticket here is like ten dollars so um if i would want to re- uh, rewatch the movie again it would be like ten dollars if it was good it would be like twelve dollars or more than that if it mm. was bad like if it was like a netflix worthy uh, movie then i would give it like maybe like an eight or something like that gotcha yeah what is a it's funny funny that can kind of be subjective you know like what is an average movie ticket in korea it's um usually ten dollars around ten dollars it's time to move lee it's time, <laughs> it's time to go wait how much is it over I there get a... Ooh, at like minimum 15 
Oh, really? Dude, I can get it for eight, man. You could. <laughs> but what, you're going to go to a matinee? <laughs> no, I can go to a matinee, but I have like a theater here um, where I live. It's uh, actually really cheap. Or like a little art house kind of local theater. No, no, no. It's a huge AMC, but it's cheap. <laughs> what? I have, a, I have a, yeah. I have a friend that lives over in um, New Jersey, New York area, and he has mm. like a movie pass where he can like I, yeah. go to this theater like and watch yeah, yeah, as yeah. much as he I wants. Do oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. yeah. So like AMC has. Do you guys have AMC chain over there? Oh, not in Korea, no. Not great. So the biggest movie chain here is AMC, AMC. and so we have. They have a um different like subscription tiers so their mm-hmm. highest is called a list mm-hmm. and so with that you with a list you get three movies a week and okay. um three free movies a week but you can see it like in any sort of projection so like 3d or imax or oh, whatever like it it has no limits just the amount you can see per week it's actually like perfect i have one and i hardly use all three mm-hmm. um in right. a week yeah but it's for as often as I go to the movies, it's it's amazing. So, how much is it? The subscription? It's like twenty five a month. Twenty five, oh, twenty three. That's, that's actually a lot better because if you go to more than three, then you're already yeah, saving. Right. So. Exactly. Actually, if you, I mean, like if you go to see like like the highest projection of a movie, like a IMAX three D or like mm-hmm. a, like laser IMAX, that's like twenty dollars a ticket. Mm-hmm. by itself so depending on you you get your value after one movie watch you know and then you get like little discounts with concessions and things like that but so it's it's pretty great it's my bloodline <laughs> it's, That's it's awesome. pretty amazing yeah, did you guys have a movie pass over there when that was a thing Do you know um as far as i know no we don't or if we mm. didn't either um yeah i thought it was a very good idea actually like for a person like me that goes to the movies like so often i think yeah it's a very good deal but yeah they didn't have it here it's a it is like one of the most fascinating stories to me mm. the the whole the whole rise and fall of movie pass, pass. Right. i kind of did a little investigation on that i was a subscriber yeah. i was a subscriber when they first mm. came out and i got I rode that boat to the end. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was getting my money's worth. Wasn't it really good though? It was like really cheap, and you can watch as many films as you want. Yeah, right? it was. You paid ten dollars a month. Oh, it was only ten dollars. Yeah, ten dollars wow. a month. That's like Netflix. Get, so cheap. <laughs> and you, you get a movie per day. You can go to the movies once a day. Oh wow! So yeah. you can watch 30, 31 movies. You can watch thirty one films for ten dollars. I'm surprised the theaters actually agreed to that deal. Like, how do well, they make money then? They didn't. That's why they What they were hoping was like they wanted to do something like Netflix, where like there's so much subscriber base, but you know, like not right. everyone's gonna go watch films yeah. every day. Right, right, right. So technically, they'll make money Techn- if yeah, they yeah. have enough subscribers. Mm-hmm. But they didn't ever get enough subscribers. Right. Yeah, they got a few, and, but the ones that they did did the opposite. But <laughs> yeah. Then again, I do understand because like. Um, most most of the time, majority of the time, the theater is never packed, right? It's like it's not going to yeah, be all right, um, right. sold out. So mm-hmm. those empty seats are lost money, you know. So like, might yeah, as well exactly. give those out, right? Yeah. 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 So very interesting case to see how it went through, and they just they pretty much just burned through cash, mm-hmm. burned through cash. Yeah, and they yeah. just kind of got bankrupt, pretty much. <laughs> but it's funny because like, so like the it was founded by one guy. Um, who like had thought it was a good idea, and he ran the show for a little while. But that was before, like the ten dollars a month thing. 
Mm. So like it started off a little bit more, but before like it was the infamous movie pass, it was owned by somebody, the founder. Mm. And then he sold it to somebody else, some like Tisnik business tech guy. Mm. Um, and then he, the second owner, pretty much did it that way. Did it oh. like the uh. way that everybody had it. Um, and then he's, I th- he, I th- it was under his ownership through the end. But, like it's so fascinating to see like even there's a podcast about it you should listen to that really explains mm. it. Um, but it's like it's a common thing in like the tech world to like put these investments in things that like are mm. not good business like um, ideas. Like mm-hmm. you know it's gonna fail. But like the tech like tech business makers do that a lot because like they're more concerned with innovation. And like right. these new ideas, um, rather than sort of the success in a financial aspect. So like, even though it failed, they didn't really see it as a failure. Right. And it's like, it's true because MoviePass started, and then what happened? AMC started a list. Mm. Um, Regal started doing that. Um, Cinemark started doing their eight dollars a month. Like this was this immediately became a popular thing right, right, within. Right all of the movie theater businesses. So it's like, this became a common trend. And I was like, that kind of opened my eyes to that revelation. I was like, oh, kind of makes sense now. But, you know, we're digressing again. But... <laughs> <laughs> so you guys have like no subscription kind of base in, your, in theaters? I don't think so. Like, um, they have like these point systems. Sure. Where um, like you can buy like tickets with like the points that you rack up or stack up and uh, like a vip system where if you um if you're able to accumulate a certain amount of points you become a vip and they Mm -hmm. give you like i think like 10 tickets or something for like six months but paid membership i don't i don't think there's a paid membership here i would i mean i would kill to see most of these movies in theaters that's Mm -hmm. for sure right right and the theater experience here in korea is like so good um there's like do you guys you guys have 4dx over there no 4dx no oh yeah 4dx is uh uh it gives the movie going experience like um worth its money uh it's it's like 3d and the chair moves and like there's like sprinklers and wind coming out like something like from universal (laughs) studios Yeah. yeah 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 and it's there's like a, also like, like a... screen x you guys have screen x no oh so it's like um you know how there's like the screen into... there's the screen and then on the sides there's like other uh more projectors projecting onto the side the walls as well so it feels like you're in what? a vr world or something what the yeah wait they do that for like normal films too or not like not like specific not all movies but like um bigger ones like bohemian rhapsody had like a screen x so like like the concert scenes oh, wow. it would feel like you're actually in the concert Dang, and like what? um like, like a panoramic like right 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 it's crazy. like they had like wow. re-releases of harry potter and like um avengers and stuff like in 4dx mm. and like screen x and stuff wow Right, so you get wet during while you're watching the movie. It doesn't like, like spray the water at you. It's just like little little mist. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, and like smell like stuff, I get it. like aromas. Yeah. Yo, we gotta step up our game. We what's what we is just this? have coffee coffee theaters. A pleasant experience of seeing it on a, a 40 inch screen. Like, oh, this is bigger than usual. 
There was like a theater back when I still in Florida that um there was only like one true IMAX theater that was like legit seventy meter like screen size, and I would like it was probably like forty five minutes from where I live, but it was mm-hmm. worth the drive like mm-hmm. every time depending on what I go see. That's probably the most satisfying I had in a theater experience. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we have like um, what is that chain by you in Fort Lee? Um. Oh, the IPIC theater? IPIC theaters, which is more yeah. of like a luxury. Luxury. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, we have like the rollback seats and things, but they give you like complimentary blankets and pillows mm. and mm. table service. And it's more of like a kind of like a classy bar feel. Right. With all these yeah. interesting It's just how expensive. <laughs> it, is, it is really freaking expensive. We, overpriced. We go all the time, though. Oh, really? <laughs> we, we, we went all the time um, <laughs> biggest question your theaters are still open right yes they are what's open um i went a couple weeks ago maybe three weeks ago and mm. i was the only one in the theater <laughs> like, oh wow yeah it, it was it was a it was another rom-com but gotcha. it's not a scary movie at all but i was kind of scared in that theater being by myself <laughs> once the lights went out <laughs> yeah oh wait a minute yeah actually i i like being in the like in a theater by myself actually oh <laughs> like no one's around and like this is just mine like right it, it, <laughs> yeah, yeah i kind of enjoy being alone too. <laughs> that was my first time nice being thing. alone so like it was it was nice that i was able to use my cell phone like um because i usually <laughs> take, not be judged right 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 and like i usually I take laugh. notes like for my reviews while i watch mm. the movie so like i'm in the dark like scribbling down like oh. on a note, notepad but it was <laughs> good like having my phone just so that i can like take notes and stuff nice yeah it's probably a little freaky during a, pr- a pandemic when like right, right, you're right. the only person in the theater theater not just the th- <laughs> right yeah no we uh we're afraid that our theater business is gonna go out of business entirely mm. yeah they're just losing money so much right. money right now so. money. how yeah. long have they been closed for two weeks now two three weeks, weeks? that's gotta be a whole month and a half now so three weeks, probably three weeks. Yeah. Well, do you know when yeah, they're reopening? Or it's indefinite say? right now. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. Everybody's <laughs> indefinite. <laughs> yeah. No like, one knows. I mean, like the federal like guidelines for for um, the COVID for COVID nineteen last till the end of April. Mm. However, it's more more than like they're saying that it's like more than likely to extend. Like it right. should drag out through summer. Yeah. So. And really even even, even after it ends, people will still be reluctant to go to theaters just because of the fact that right. they're like, scared, they're yeah, worried. Yeah, yeah. You still kind of have like that after stigmatism too. So, mm-hmm. yeah. like all movie releases have been delayed, right? Yeah, pretty much. Dude, it's crazy. Everything's pushed back to like September, the earliest. Right. Yeah. Isn't like um that one. Marvel movie with Madong Sok in it, The Eternals that was supposed to come yeah. out this year has got delayed to next year. Probably, yeah. Everything probably. Yeah, everything. Like <laughs> it's even crazier to see like the next year movies are just pushed back to like twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three. It's like oh my yeah. god, we're never because yeah, they see can't these. film either right now. <laughs> no, they can't. Nobody's working. All nope. all celebrities are just like taking to Twitter and <laughs> making like <laughs> random things. <laughs> it's a weird time man it's a weird time yeah. 
So we usually kind of have some questions that we return to after every podcast with every movie. Uh, so like the number one thing is, did we enjoy the film? Um, it's obvious from right. anybody that, <laughs> that, that, that listened to this. Hell yeah. Um, we kind of made an expectation for rom-coms. And is this a movie that you would recommend? And if yes, who would you recommend it to? Uh, for me, definitely, I would recommend. Um, I would recommend to people around my age. So I wouldn't like recommend it mm-hmm. to like my mom or like my dad, but someone around my age, maybe like um, in their twenties, maybe early thirties. Mm. That's a good call. Yeah. What do you think, Lee? Yeah, I agree. Like it, it has a lot of the nostalgic things, and then. I think it caters towards people around our age because people younger won't really get some of the sure some of right. the nuance of it. People older might kind of, you know, so like right around our age I think is like the perfect kind of Yeah. Uh, it's definitely a young adult movie. Right. I would even say like high schoolers. I would I would recommend to like high school age cuz it's like a very fantastical kind of mm. view on it, you know, like definitely like an eye treat for high school as you can say mm-hmm. yeah uh, but it's definitely a uh, a younger audience uh viewership right um i mean yeah i'd recommend to that i'd recommend it to anybody that's into romance rom-coms as well personally uh, just because it is a really solid all-around film so yeah. um and we tend to ask like because, you know, we're all about, like, Asian movies and trying to just, like, show, like, that they have great films. Like, <laughs> is this sort of a movie that you would kind of recommend someone who is doesn't know about Asian films or Korean films? Like, would this be a good pick for them? Or would this be, like, even a good starting movie to kind of experience um, that? Some tough I would ones. say if you have in- <laughs> interest in like Korea or like the Korean culture, then yes. But if not, then I think like I, um if you don't have that interest, it might be a little bit um harder to understand because it goes over like mm. like the school system in Korea and the US is so different. So like mm. there's like that um beginning scene where the teacher is like hitting the students and stuff, like um that's kind of like unrelatable and like you wouldn't really understand yeah. that. So maybe not for people that don't have that like basic understanding or that interest then maybe not but if you do and if you've seen like other like k movies or k dramas then i would definitely recommend Mm. that's a good point because i was i was kind of like it doesn't really talk too much about sort of those cultural aspects but it does show some things like Mm -hmm. the beating that's there and Mm -hmm. some of those nuances that right are really foreign you know Mm -hmm. to us um Pass the baton, Lee. <laughs> I agree, hundred <laughs> percent. It's like a robot. I agree. <laughs> Everything you said, yes. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Uh, I mean, you can still watch it without knowing those things, but mm. it might it might be a little bit harder to swallow some of the moments, or like yeah. harder to understand, and and you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. some of the cultural things of Korean Korean cultural things that right. kind of might get lost in translation. Sure, I don't think I think I would be more on the side of like you know if it's like oh you don't know about like you've never seen a K movie then maybe you should watch this. 
I kind of be pro to that because even though it does talk about those things, it's not heavy on it. And it and mm-hmm. when it does, it's played to comedy, so it's mm-hmm. a lot easier to mm-hmm. see, you know. So it's like it's more pleasant to see in in that sort of way, and so it, it makes it more um, enjoyable. So rather than like if it was like a hard stern drama or something mm-hmm. that didn't play to comedy but had these elements in it, in it. I would be more away from it, but because it is in this rom-com genre, I think that uh, I think right. it is a good way to open your eyes to children getting beaten in high school. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is the thing. People... Just an FYI, they don't do that here anymore. <laughs> that was like like maybe like ten years ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but this movie came out. To... No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah. So, as I said, so the rest of the lineup. It's going to be all of rom-coms, and we're not really sticking to a country. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Lee, so Eon's pick was this. Lee, I don't even know what you picked, man. What did, What is your two, bro? So my two uh, two films for um, the rom-com series is going to be. Uh, this is not what I expected. That's the name of the film. Hmm. I'm like, what? No, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the name, name of the film is called This Is Not What I Expected. Okay. And it's a Chinese film, Chinese rom-com film. Oh. And it's on Netflix, so if you want to watch it, you can just watch it on Netflix if you have Netflix. I see. And the other one is uh, My Sassy Girl, mm. which is like a classic right, Korean right, 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 Hit him with the classics. <laughs> Hit yeah. him with the classics. So one, one that's like, you know, not well-known and one that's really well-known. Mm. Gotcha. Um, so mine is a, uh, Taiwan film called Cafe Waiting Love, uh, which came out in 2014. Hmm. Um, yeah, really good. This one I've seen before. And then my other one is a Korean film, uh, 200 pound beauty, hmm. another, uh, which, another classic, <laughs> another classic, but I have not seen this one. So this oh, one you haven't? be new for oh, me. Okay. Mm, 200 pound beauty. Which came out okay. in t- 2006. Mm-hmm. Um, which, if I think it, I think that one is on Amazon Prime Video. If you're, if anybody subscribed to that, are we gonna? Should we just keep this trend going, Lee? Are you ready to fight? <laughs> uh, how about you just go this time? <laughs> he's giving up his. He's giving up his right. Uh, okay, I'll start with Cafe Waiting Love. Just because okay. we haven't done any Chinese films since we started. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, cool. We'll do that one for next week's. Um, any closing? Any closing anything? No, I mean, I just want to thank uh, Jan for coming to our podcast and oh, sharing his knowledge. And, thank you, thank you. And, and, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and sharing his knowledge, his great wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and sharing us uh, a new, you know, fun film to watch and enjoy. Yeah. And hopefully, maybe we could do some more of this stuff in the future. Right. For sure. Right. Yeah. Thanks for uh, yeah. Thanks for coming out, man. Like uh, it's really pleasant. You're our first guest. Mm. Um, yeah. Since we started, so. I'm honored. I'm honored. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just like kind of discovered you, and I've been a big fan for a while, and thank just kind of had the you. idea. Like, I don't think he has a reason to say no. Like this kind of. Thing. <laughs> right, right. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Thanks again. We. Love to have you back whenever for whatever, man. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, anybody listening to us, check him out. Uh, Eon Talk, you're on YouTube, right? Um, YouTube um, for all like latest 
um, movie trailers. They're trailers, all subbed. reviews, um, and, and uh, recommendations. And what um like in, uh, social media handles as well. Um, I have an Instagram at the same name, mm-hmm. uh, Ian Talk, and Twitter as well. But I'm not really on Twitter that much. And gotcha. um, Facebook, like all Ian Talk. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. And you have a website awesome. too, right? With right, Ian Talk. Yeah. Cool. And um, actually, thinking about it, we haven't even shot out our own <laughs> social media. So we, <laughs> we have an Instagram and we have a Twitter for those that listen to us. Um, so we post about new episodes and things like that. And uh, if you just want to say anything, you can at us getting past the subtitles, you know. <laughs> All right. Awesome, so awesome. Cafe Waiting Love is next week. Thank you guys again. Adios. Thank you. Thank you guys.